0: Welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name's Jake Bryant, and we are back to hit it off for another session. Today's session, I'm labeling sacrifice, and I'm going to start straight off the bat with quite a bold statement or more of an observation. And the observation is that being a Christian isn't a safeguard, it's a call to responsibility. And I want to let that sit for a second and let you ponder that being a Christian isn't a safeguard. It's a call to responsibility. Now when we get saved, we, we step into the house of our Father. We, we get to the door. And quite often, and I've heard many people say it, but it's kind of just starting to make sense now, that we quite often stop in the door but we never actually step into the fullness of what the household is and what it offers and what it is that it can teach. And it's amazing because there is a process and a part of the journey of coming to Christ where there is the undoing and that safe place where there is that love and that resilience and that boldness of engagement that starts to be encapsulated within one's life. But from there... If you stay in that place forever, it's like a child that stays at home and for their whole life and never leaves. We're called to responsibility. And I believe that that is the difference between the church system that has built the word of observation versus Christians who have engaged with the word out of relationship. And... Learning to go through the processes that come with responsibility. You start to understand humility. You start to understand why it's worth honoring somebody for the labor and the time that they've put into something. You start to value respect. You start to be... You start to find golden moments in honesty where it doesn't matter if the words are offensive but if they're true there's moments of transparency that partake between individuals where they're worth their weight in gold and these moments of responsibility that as you start to that as we start to mature and what that does within our lives speaks a lot louder to the world to civilization than what I feel sitting in a building on a Sunday, singing our songs and listening to somebody interpreting the word but not teaching us the skills of how to do it ourselves. So I sit here and I I, I throw this title of sacrifice out and I feel like I'm going through this process at the moment myself which is why I'm hitting it quite hard. And one of the things I like to do, Is when I'm assessing myself. I have to be brutally honest. There's no point lying to myself. Around what something is or isn't. And pretending that it's a different way. Because my heart sings true to myself. And I'm the only one that can interpret it. So. We start to come across this thing of. Humility. And. I was having a discussion probably a month or two ago. With a group of people on. Ian's NFT group. And we. We talked about humility. And. How. When you walk through humility. Others will represent you. But when you walk through ego. You have to present yourself. And I feel like this place of hiddenness. Is a very very undervalued place to be. Because. In this place of hiddenness, it is the perfect place to be humbled. It's a perfect place to sit there and say, God, show me the areas of my life that need to be restored. Show me what needs to be worked on. Because if we engage with reality or the world, especially with ego, and we haven't dealt with our junk, I can guarantee that it's going to get amplified in a way that is going to make us crumble or fall, or we're going to be tested to breaking point. and I don't feel like that that is how we are meant to do life as Christians, where we walk with in the house of God. If we're to become people of the way that supersedes or bypasses this whole process of struggle and difficulty because Jesus died on the cross so that we could step through that veil, into perfection and have a safe place where we can engage with this and that's that whole hebrew approach of that which you the direction that you look at that is repentance so turn from your false ways and look back to the original source how often do we do that in life we we look back so often at what we've done who we've been and i feel like we do not give the equal amount equal amount of time to look forward into that which we see God doing as a place to pull towards. We kind of walk backwards looking back at the past hoping that we don't trip and fall. But we have these amazing tools. We've got the tutors and governors, we've got humility, we've got honor, we've got respect, we've got knowledge, we've got understanding. And what does it look like when we look in our own lives and allow these to be brutally honest towards us? And what is it you have to ask yourself what is it that pursuing god for my whole life why is this worthwhile and there's so many different attributes and i come from a relationship where i grew up in the church i've always kind of walked with god and i kind of just believed because it was what i'd always done but I got to the point where I started to question this. And I was like, actually, like, why? Because why should I not go and live this short, abrupt life where I can go out and live it to the fullest and take part in worldly ways and have this great time? And if I don't question that, how am I supposed to know what the opposite is going to be? And so I sat there and I was like, well, what is the fruit of this? And... You look around at the world and you see the way within which people live their lives. And the fruit of that is usually quite broken. And I was like, well, what's the opposite of that? And so I take that to God and then I'm like, well, it's a future. It's a kingdom where there is responsibility, but there's also sonship. There's relationship that's healthy. There's growth. There's possibilities. There's unending opportunities to step into. And I kind of sat there and I was like, that's pretty cool. I can I can thrive towards that. And then the next question was, well, what do I have to give up to go for that? And it took me in my mind to the place where Jesus approached the disciples and said, put down your tools and follow me. And I was thinking about that quite a lot because I was like, well, what is like, what would that look like? What would it look like if somebody came up to me and said, you need to give up your comforts? You need to give up the life that you've been doing and come into a place of faith and just follow me. And we all sit there, well for I, myself I sit there and I was like yeah that's really cool like I could totally do that. But if push come to shove it's actually a really difficult hard decision to then action and actually step into. And it's quite overwhelming but when we start to sit there and we have this clarity of responsibility and direction, I find when we start to put these filters over our lives and we start to sit there and we start to assess these things, we start to understand our identity in a way that is worthwhile sacrificing that which we had for that which is in the future. And I know that part of my journey Is to encourage others into their for fullness. I like to see the good in people. But at the same time I'm also an extremely blunt person. Which is why I like to have these conversations. And you can ask my flatmates. You can ask the people that are around me. I don't have issues addressing difficult conversations. And I also don't have issues admitting when I'm wrong or when I'm right. Because that is a part of relationship with people that are around me. Where... I'm comfortable sitting and saying that I'm going to give this a shot and if I don't get it right the first time please bear with me but I'm just going to take that step and we're going to we're going to figure it out as we go and within that you start to figure out your identity you start to I start to find that I crave justice that when I see something that's not right it grinds my gears because I try and live my life within that place And there's areas within my life where I'm still working on, and I know that if I ever go to speak towards something that comes from within that area, I do not feel the power to speak because I've not dealt with that in my life. And then it goes to that Bible verse where it's like, do not judge through that which you have not yet judged yourself. And I'm like, man, that makes sense. And I'm like, I'm so glad that I'm in that place of hiddenness where that area of my life isn't there for the world to see i i want to walk through the process of redemption and when i say redemption it's that restoring the original estate because i don't believe there's anything in the world that is bad because everything that has been created is an image of which god had originally intended so i'd much rather remove the false blueprint and restore it with the correct blueprint in my life and Then take an actionable step towards it. What does that redemption look like? And one of the things that God's been challenging me with at the moment. Is the put yourself in a position for your future. Who do you want to be? Because if you create that and you step into that. You'll be in a place that is higher and further above. And beyond where you were in your current state. Whereas if you sit there. And you don't have responsibility or you don't have these codes of the word of God that represents itself to us. Then how is it that we're supposed to ever grow? If we sit there and we wait for God to come and we wait for opportunities to present themselves. Or we wait for these things to become a part of who we are as a person because in the Bible we're saved. Then these things are going to pass by at a level that... We never took the opportunity to step into because we never valued the sacrifice being worthy enough to let go of what we currently have to step into the future that is greater for ourselves. And it is a really, really hard thing to do. And it's easy to sit here and say the words on the microphone as I I sit here and I've written this up. But who... The question I ask is like, who is around you for the conversations that need to be had? If you can't have these difficult conversations where we sit and we talk about finance, relationships, life, business, generational structure, our relationship with God, our heart, soul, body, spirit, then I really, really do challenge you. Then maybe the sacrifice is the environment that you're in. That's what I love about this community of people is that we all challenge one another by sharing our words, by sharing our breath, by sharing our experiences. Because this platform is a place where we can, we can put ourselves out there and it's a free place to not be judged. And I know that this goes out to however many thousands of people. But I hope that you feel my heart that, please, I don't believe if I was a dad... And I would be really sad if I created a home for my kids and my kids solely found their whole identity within that house rather than going out and exploring the world by using the things that I created for them to engage with to grow beyond what I had built myself. And there's not very many parents I believe that I've ever heard in my life be like, I really wish my child did nothing with their life and they just stayed at home and we just did life together and it never amounted to anything. More so parents sit there and they say I want my children to succeed beyond that which I've done and that takes sacrifice but it also takes opportunity, it takes humility, it takes honor, it takes respect and at some point it's going to take the point where as a parent your child's going to pass you and that's another process to go through where you have to face a different kind of humility and that's relationship and the way that life is structured is absolutely phenomenal so I hope that these words once again spark something within you that they start a conversation amongst your friends and your family where you can question what is responsibility why is it worth my while what is sacrifice what does it look like if I look at the actions that I do in my day-to-day life and do they represent humility do they represent honor do they show respect and what does it look like and if not what can what changes can I make because it is about taking those actionable steps rather than waiting where we are for a future so I leave you with that and I hope you have an amazing day week month but until we cross paths again thank you for being you